I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. <laughs> During this podcast, I would like everyone to ponder the idea, or question rather, is a hot dog a sandwich? And I just, like no, it's fine. Just move on. Leave I go. <laughs> a boar is just a spicy pig. Oh. oh. Ever since I gave birth, I have to sit on a hemorrhoid pillow because my tailbone <laughs> got like fractured during birth. And so now I have to sit on my butthole pillow anytime I'm on a hard surface. It's great. Oh. <laughs> Riley doesn't like any of ours so far. <laughs> I don't like any of yours. I don't like avocados. Get out. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You like guacamole? Yeah, I like guacamole, but I don't like avocados. You didn't always. Guacamole is just mashed up avocado. That's a recent thing. Well, the good guacamole is more than just mashed up avocado. Mm, onion and mm-hmm. tomato lime. and spice. Yeah. She just likes spicy avocados. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Levi. I'm Alyssa. I'm Riley. And And this this is Rogue Rogue Ramblings, a podcast featuring controversial topics, interesting ideas, and random nonsense. Boom. Need the boom there. It won't let me stop. Okay. The year is 2021. There is plague, there is famine. The economy is in shambles, people are depressed, but a select group of people in the world have stepped up to save the world. And this discussion is guessing what those people, who those people are and what they do to bring the world back into goodness, I guess. So I'll go first. This, the kind of flow of this conversation can change, but I'll set the precedent first. Uh, I think that one of these heroes is uh, Donald Glover. Childish Gambino. The first thing he does is he agrees to come back to community for a movie. <laughs> and that movie is the best movie of all time. And the depression is wiped away. Everyone goes to the theaters to see it. The economy begins to boom. <laughs> Every single person in the world sees it at least three times. <laughs> and then he continues to write music, which is just great for everybody. So in this scenario, are you the only person left in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how I see that happening. I mean, that would mean he did this all for me, which makes me feel really good. So I'll take that version <laughs> of the reality. Wow. Uh, okay. I I guess my, my first go-to would be John Krasinski, and not just because I'm watching The Office for the millionth time. Uh, but no, I think, you know, he's played a lot of different roles in Hollywood. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got Jim. He's got... The Quiet Place guy, and now he's in all these action movies. So I think whatever role society needed him to fill, the comedian, the sensitive, the action-packed, step-up-and-take-charge kind of guy he could be, um, I think he could adapt well. Also, um, if you haven't seen it already, he started this cute little show thing for the coronavirus from his home, and I only watched a portion of it where he called uh, Steve and you know he's just trying to spread some good so I think he would be one of those people to step up without too much uh, pushing I like that I watched one of those episodes for the first time yesterday and it was pretty good it was like 20 minutes long and it was a little 
it's almost kind of hard to listen to just good news because it's like this is cheesy but you have to like make yourself be like well, this is good i should be listening to this yeah i heard the one with steve corral and very wholesome <laughs> yeah yeah um, I think my first pick would be Nick Offerman because I think we need him. <laughs> yeah. I think he just everyone how to survive. Yeah, I think he legitimately has the capabilities to help us survive, and then also just the dry humor that we all need and love. But with that, I think his wife would also have to survive. I can't remember her name, but yeah, together oh, they're nothing without the other. So they are so. <laughs> they are a power couple. So I can't remember her name right now off the top of my head, but those two for sure. Yeah. So six months from now. Jeff Goldblum digs up, digs up some uh, uh, amber <laughs> with a mosquito in it, right? <laughs> Takes some DNA out of the mosquito, and you know, bing, bang, boom, we got Jurassic Park. <laughs> and You're good for the economy. The economy's run by dinosaurs. All jobs are dinosaur related. And I mean, just like that itself, there's theme parks everywhere. There's no more movies about it because, I mean, it's just, it's just real. And then, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, you know, is praised for finding that and figuring out a way to retrieve the DNA. And so he just runs the world. And everyone loves dinosaurs because, let's be honest, everyone loves dinosaurs. True. <laughs> yeah. You know, as weird as it is, I would actually like to see a remake of Jurassic Park where Goldblum is old enough to play the doctor at this point. Mm. He's such a good eccentric character. Yeah. Like, I would watch it again all over. Even if it was the same lines and everything, I'd still watch it with him playing that role. Um, so I think another good candidate in a wraparound way is uh, Nicholas Cage. Oh. I think that nothing in the like universe, even a comet hitting the earth, would stop him from making bad movies. He's our cockroach. Exactly. <laughs> so he just continues making bad movies. But everybody else, like all the good actors, like they're stunted, they're stopped. But he keeps going. So eventually, the world unites against him in like mutual hate. And so they start working together to get rid of Nicholas Cage. And at the end of it, Nicholas Cage is gone, and we're all like we're all on the same team at this point. Like, so the wow. world's in a better place. <laughs> Nicholas Cage brought us together. He did. <laughs> he did. Uh, I need to think more thoroughly on my next one, so someone else go. Well, going off of Riley's, um, someone never dying, Betty White. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So we, we discover that she's just never going to die. This is where it gets real dark, though. Hold on. Okay. So. Oh, no. They, they kidnap her. Oh, no. Her. They just take her away. Oh, no. And you don't see it, but behind the scenes, she's just hooked up to a machine that's just taking out all her blood. But oh. it's constantly just being replenished because right. she's like, she can't die. Yeah. And then they're turning that blood into basically the fountain of youth. Everyone drinks it, no one can die, and then we realize there's no need for an economy because we can live forever. So everyone just goes down having fun and, you know. Well, how do you like? Yeah. Well, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> this may be a bit controversial. But Jeff Bezos, because I don't want to live in a world where Amazon isn't a thing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. I know that he's not liked by very many people, but I really like Amazon, so. This is a dystopian future where, like, he makes you be happy. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty realistic. Like, a year from now, all the uh, department stores are out of business and Amazon runs everything. <laughs> Antidepressants are always on two-hour shipping. <laughs> Whenever you need them two hours from now, you get them. I feel like they just have drones flying around. Constantly. You can't see the sky anymore. There's no sunlight. There's drones everywhere. <laughs> but I imagine the convenience. You think about wanting an item and then suddenly it's in your lap. Oh, oh no, I just created a new dystopia now because now we'll rely upon instant gratification and it's not enough anymore. Right? Oh, okay, never mind. Take it back. At that point, it's a drug. Like, real I'm, drugs aren't even real at that point. Like, who cares about, like, 
pot where you can just get whatever you want at a moment's notice. I've crashed the economy. I'm just kidding. I take it back. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going with Chris Pratt. I think he's just such a, like... Solid pick. He's such a, a wholesome, seeming guy, like, that actually cares. And then also that lighthearted goofball sort of style. But I think we would need that humor. And, I mean, what is the world without parks and recreation, right? I so. mean... Sorry, Beth. No, that's... I like to end with so a lot. <laughs> oh, like, thinking about that, he lost, like, what, 20, 30 pounds to, to the Jurassic Park rules? He did that very quickly, too. Like, if he could drop 30 pounds in a month, he could save the world. That's, that's the amount of motivation it takes. That's Just by not drinking beer. Also, let's that's I'll admit it. Like... I know we're all thinking about it. Chris Pratt would make beautiful babies with anyone. He's a beautiful man. That's true. So... Our population will just be gorgeous if you just right. the, the chosen mating one. Yeah, right, right. What? <laughs> over there. I just thought of a funny one. So, turns out coronavirus was released by Canada, right? What? Whoa, this is a twist. <laughs> <laughs> and they already came up with a vaccine, they vaccinated everyone. Alright, sure, sure. So Canada is just completely immune. A year from now, well, they build basically rockets that just lift up the whole country. Oh no! Space <laughs> it's take Canada start away. Start planet. So anyone who's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. It was the Canadians all along. Dang. I knew it. The Canadians they could have done this hundred years ago, but they had to find a plant that could grow maple trees. They were <laughs> <out>. <laughs> all right, I have a, a more serious one. All right. Um, I think I think Emma Watson. Really? She typically is already kind of active in politics and trying to make change. I think she's someone who's determined enough that even if the world was crumbling around, even if we wouldn't agree with it necessarily, she'd make a way, you know, her own way. Like cast some spells and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like she'd, she'd step up and be like shouting for whatever she thought was right to help save us, you know? Whether it actually is or not, you know, I don't know. I like that. So I have one. And it's almost too real. But I'm not really sure how I feel about it because... So Leonardo DiCaprio. Think what you want about him. Like, obviously, there's that thing two years ago where it's like, he deserves an Oscar and he finally got one. And then, like, no one cares about him anymore. But also, apparently, he's a teabag. I've heard that, too. But I've also heard that he's incredibly, like, environmentally conscious. Like, he does a bunch of charities mm. and whatnot. So, and Little Dicky endorses him. I like Little Dicky a lot. He's a white Jewish rapper. He's a, he's a funny guy. Um, but he could be Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, he seems kind of on his high horse, but... I mean, if he's trying to help the world, maybe it would happen. I have a question. Is he the kind of person that does fundraisers and then goes home and throws straws into the ocean? <laughs> and laughs? He might... You know what you guys should... He might be. <laughs> you guys should check out Little Dicky's, uh, like, I forget the name of the song. It's like, it, was like, it was an Earth Day song. If you look up Little Dicky Earth Day, you'd find it, and it's really funny at the end. <laughs> I think if we say Little Dicky one more time, we might get... <laughs> yeah. Demonetized? <laughs> you do that? Is that... I don't, I don't think that? so. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, just bleep that out. Be like, who? No. Who's he, who he bleeping out? Who are they bleeping out? What song is it? It's bleeped! <laughs> um, I have one. John Mulaney. Because again, Ooh. I don't want to live on a world that doesn't have John Mulaney. That man is hilarious. He does a lot of stand-up comedy, and he's also in um, Big Mouth. Yeah. He does oh, the what's, yeah. of what's his face. Yeah. Oh my god. We're gonna lose like all of our listeners because I don't know anything. We should all know this. 
Yeah. Big mouth cats. Nick Cole was the other actor. Yeah. It's uh, Andrew. Andrew, yeah, Andrew. So I don't know if anyone knows this, but uh, Kim Kardashian, I believe, is working on her law degree. Oh, oh yeah, yeah right. I heard about that. So a year from now, she finishes her law degree, and is really just able to go full steamrolling and figure out everything. And it turns out it was all pretty simple. Everyone was just too lazy. To I like it. it. Kim <laughs> Kardashian came along and yes, saved Kim the world. K. Uh, didn't she, isn't she doing it through an apprenticeship versus a yes. school? Law mm-hmm. school, yeah. Because there are some states that allow you to do that. California being one of them. I could be a lawyer if that's how I did it. Enjoy this ASMR of Nikki eating a Hershey's Kiss. I'm pregnant, shut up. <laughs> Alright, I got one for you. Dun dun! I don't know much about this person. <laughs> I think everyone person. already knows. <laughs> I don't know much about this person, but similar to Nicolas Cage, it's out of hate that we all survived this. Cardi B. No. So the radios don't stop because they're cheap to run. She's making music. Everything else has stopped. Entertainment's done. You know, people are just staying at home anyways due to the plague. And they're listening to this music constantly. And their brain cells starting to puff. And they begin to notice. So out of rage, everyone riots up. Again, <laughs> joins it. forces. Take a word of Cardi B. I think there are a lot of people who hate her. But I think for fans that like those kinds of people they're so extreme they're gonna go on a murder spree and oh make gosh. it so much worse because they're just they're uh, freaking crazy i, I guess we'll find out cardi b world war three <laughs> <laughs> cardi b and um jeff bezos <laughs> and kill the world team what would that even be like like imagine them working together what's that he, dynamic he only puts out her music you go on amazon music yeah. and it's only cardi b you go on amazon like prime video and it's only cardi b <laughs> but then there's nothing else you know because like netflix is gone just sure. bought them out yeah, you know yeah. so it's like he just promotes her mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> okay i have a good way of the world ending i think the best way to do it would be bring back some people that we like, we all, I don't know, know and almost admire, like Dr. Seuss and Walt Disney, not for their character, but for their products they brought to the world. Um, and let us all see the people they are. Oh. Because they are some screwed up people. So you're saying like ruin all of our idols. Yeah, and just have us be like absolutely devastated and why do we want to live anymore and then... And then Jeff you Bezos know. steps in and takes over. Yeah, and, and then it's, it's really <laughs> Oh my god, we figured it out. Open. Canada eats away. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a clean sweep. Cardi B and Jeff Bezos just rule the world in a week. It turns out the Prime Minister of Canada is Elon Musk in disguise. <laughs> right. He built Canada into a rocket. He's like, eat you, motherfuckers. Right, right. I got one for you. All right. Think of everything that's happened? The world, like, everything's in a crap of 2021. You know, the plague, the, you know, economic disaster. 2022, though, everything's changed. When Earth becomes girth, or G-Earth, when Google buys out everything, <laughs> <laughs> renames Earth. Rebrands Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Google or Amazon, which one? I know, right? It's it's going to be one of the other. One of them will talk the other, and then it'll just all be the same thing. Gamazon. I think we'd be too... Gamazon. I think we'd Gamazon. be too complacent with Amazon. I think we'd be like, yeah, sure, faster shipping. Yeah, right. I, I think with Google, we'd be like, you're listening to me? Wait, you're telling me all I have to do is give you three fingers for one hour shipping? Deal. <laughs> Done. I don't even use all my fingers anymore. With one click shipping, I only need one. <laughs> Gosh. 
Okay, I have a semi-serious one. What do you got? Morgan Freeman. Because he could read us all nice stories to bed, you know, and soothe everyone's anxieties. He'd just be like, it's okay, children. I don't know. I can't not. No. Question, but no. I'm going to try. You know what I mean? No, he'd like, he'd do... He'd like read us all like nature documentaries to sleep every night. Ooh, that so <laughs> like look at the mutant horse <laughs> covered with acid and dripping. <laughs> well, we're in a post-apocalyptic world. It's true. Nuclear fallout's a real possibility. Yeah, and then you know, so Morgan Freeman though he unites us and brings us back with his sweet voice, and it's what keeps people going. He's the voice of the resistance. Oh, right. so I got two things. <laughs> One, Lavar Burton is actually doing this already from reading rainbows in Star um, Trek. And also community, because I tied everything back to community. It's the only way yeah. I know him. But uh, I actually don't know what reading rainbows was about, it was too young. But uh, he's reading like online for that purpose. Mm -hmm. I guess he also has a nice voice. Second, I can do a Morgan Freeman impression, but only from a really weird, obscure YouTube clip. And I'm going to do it now for your entertainment. I'm so excited. Hopefully I'm not too drunk to actually do it. <laughs> All I have is this measly shield, but it's quite effective when applied to the jugular. Oh my god! That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Alright. Uh, serious. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. You sniped mine. I didn't know. I was waiting for you to bring it up. Okay, that was nice. Levi, he no. doesn't do it next. But part of it is, um, I watched a clip today oh. where he's talking to a reporter about the adventures of Bill and Ted or something, and he played Ted in it, and then the reporter's like, so, you know, bringing back Bill, you know, can is it easy to go back into that character and use that voice? And he's just like, I played Ted. <gasps> <laughs> and like, he said there and, like, calmly, like, jokes with this reporter, but, like, gives him a hard time, and the reporter's just so embarrassed, he, like, walks off stage. Oh, and my God. I guess later on he tells him like it's okay, you know we all do we all do it. It's easy to get it confused and like, but he gives him a pretty he like chastises him in this really calm, nice voice, <laughs> and then gives him a pep talk afterwards. It was amazing. I'm gonna find it. Keanu or um, oh my gosh, the movie we were just talking about Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted, great movies. You should all see them. I haven't seen them. I haven't either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, we should. I live in a house of maniacs. You sure. want to do your one serious one before I snipe it? Yes. So, well, I mean, this is just like what's going to happen anyway. <laughs> Elon Musk going to save us all. I'm sorry. If you're not on board the Elon train, well. Choo choo, he's going to run you over. We're going to be going to Mars before too long, so we'll see. <laughs> Basically, uh, this economic recession is going to bring about the downfall of every other vehicle company. Tesla's private. Tesla's going to be the only automaker for the world. It's going to use that to fund SpaceX. Build Starship, and then that's how we get to Mars. We just leave it. <laughs> just leave the ice. Earth is done for. Yeah. Made a good run. I have another um, factor for your Jeff Bezos taking over. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're building a dystopian now around Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So part of how he's going to get his power is, um, you know, USPS is really struggling right now. Mm -hmm. And part of it is that they are constantly in debt because they don't make money on what they do. They're constantly getting bailed out by the government. They're just... A money hole. Um, like a so, boat. yeah, I'm wondering if, you know, with our current president, if bringing them back is currently an option for him. Um, I think it would be really nice if we didn't send postcards that cost $15. I like the whole just buying stamps thing. But 
if USPS goes out, that's one less thing to compete with Bezos. That's true. You know, and he's got his Amazon delivery drivers now. He does. And like Amazon Prime might go up a little bit, but if you don't have to pay for shipping every time, worth it. If everything's Prime. Yeah. So FedEx will drop out. USPS will drop out. It'll just be the Amazon Prime vans driving around and the drones. And the drones. Because those the will make it cheaper. Mm-hmm. He'll produce more drones to flood the skies to be cheaper, less gas, you know? He's yeah. thought about doing an airship that has, like, inventory that drones fly in and out of the airship as it's going over, like, a city. It'd be like a big board full of product. I've seen the, like, this the is... theory art for that. Yeah, it's something he wants to do. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Here's my pitch. All right. The uh, summer of 2021, Bill Murray <laughs> goes to Washington, D.C. He goes on a bender, and three days later, he kind of comes out of his, his bender and realizes that he's running for president. <laughs> you know, everyone loves Bill Murray. He wins. He's president for the next wow. four years. And in those four years, he clears everything up. World wars are never an option anymore at this point. Everyone's happy. Everyone's content. I like it. And Bill Murray, Bill Murray, rain. Which one's Bill Murray? Dale Bill Murray. Who's Bill Murray? I know. I guess I'm not Bill Murray. No, I don't know who he is, but... Riley's making fun of her. Levi, holy <laughs> shit. He had been drinking. Okay. His real name's William. <laughs> Helpful, okay. Nikki. Thank you. No, okay, I know who he is. Yeah. I just never remember any movies about him or anything until... He's the guy from... He was in Osmosis Jones, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was the human. Mm-hmm. He was the guy. The <laughs> I think he was in the original Ghostbusters, wasn't he? Yep. I never watched He's Ghost also Ghost. really funny and, like... Crashes people's weddings all the time. I've heard. Yeah. Like at least on one occasion, they were like doing photos in Central Park, and he like just straight like stood in the background, was like mean mugging them and stuff, and like came up and like congratulated them. And like, he's like always oh, in public, and like I don't know. I've heard like crazy stories. I'm pretty sure about him where it's like he like one time Bill Murray came up and took my piece of pizza. I was like, no one will ever believe you, and walked away. And, like, he's done like crazy shit like that. He's like famous for just like fucking with people and be like, no one's gonna believe you, and then, like always. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's a good dude. I enjoy that one. Like mm-hmm. Follow up on good dudes. Tom Hilson. Hilson? Hilson? Um, He's the nicest yeah. dude. Loki. I don't know. He's literally the nicest guy. There's this one interview specifically, like on this red carpet, this guy tweeted him and was like, It's really cold out here. Will you bring me tomato soup? And then, like, hours later, he brought him a thermos of homemade tomato soup. He dead ass made tomato soup before his red carpet event and brought it to this dude who was doing interviews oh and just gosh. gave it to him. He's like, here you go. I brought your tomato soup. He's like, you can keep the thermos. <laughs> That's amazing. Literally. And then someone, I remember seeing another one where it's like a reporter was complaining that she was cold and he was like, oh no. Just like took off his jacket, like his soup jacket, like put it on her. He's like, you hold on to that. I'll be fine. Like, it's like, you shouldn't be out here cold. You're very busy. Like, you don't need that. He's, and he's always sweet to fans. He's just genuinely like one of the nicest dudes. That's awesome. I think, okay, freaking Tom Holland, I mm. hear he cannot keep a secret at all. Like, he's so bad at talking to the press that they yeah. give him scripts, you know, that don't have anything. I'm, I don't know if that's a joke or if they actually give him scripts that don't really help him out much. But um, I think he'd be good because if the world's falling apart, there's going to be a lot of people trying to, you know, protect us from information. And he'd be the <laughs> kid to, to accidentally whistleblow and make sure we know everything. <laughs> and I think that would be a really important aspect I to help it. keep them honest. I love it. That checks out. You have so, anyone did? Oh, sorry. Going off of Marvel characters here, Paul Rudd 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anything notably he's done, but he's such a goofball. Like, imagine him from Parks and Rec doing his campaign. Like, even though he's super dumb, <laughs> that charisma, that's true. That's all red charisma. I love it. Like, you wouldn't have to even get, like, a political standpoint. Just, like, even just continuing his Hollywood career, you'd be like, you know that Paul Rudd guy? He's even, pretty good. He's like Betty White, though, where he's not aging. It's true, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be like Betty White where they're just taking blood from him. Gosh. Okay. This is gonna take a little bit of explaining. Michael Sarah. I was gonna say, yeah. No. Because if he, if that awkward kid can get cast in anything, <laughs> he's got something going for him that we just don't know about yet. He brings something to the table, so, you know. I think he's older than us. Yeah. Maybe he just likes to call him a kid, just be rude. I call my brother a kid. Well, your brother acts like a kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sometimes. He did punch the butter as an adult. We did have that in the last episode. Did we? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. (laughs) You can tell we really listened back. Guys. I don't like hearing myself. Can you edit me out for podcasts and I'll just listen to everyone? Yeah, we'll just have this awkward blank space where there's obviously someone that's supposed to be talking and they're just not. Just for me. You have to make me my (laughs) own separate coffee. Absolutely not. That is way too much work. Man. Did anyone else think? You can steal that one if you want. You know, I spelled it horribly. I want to see you can argue that. It. You can have that one. But you have to be able to share something. I don't know how you would do it. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you think Neil deGrasse Tyson would be a good person to have around? Oh, how'd you spell that? I don't know. Let me see. Um, we gotta make spelling first. <laughs> That's more important than the topic. <laughs> what is it? What is it? DeGrasse. Oh. G-R-A-S. Tyson. Oh, man. Don't you think he'd be helpful, though? Uh, to have an apocalyptic world? Someone like, to save us? Elon Musk co-leader. <laughs> you'd be the vice president. Number two. <laughs> How to yeah, navigate the stars. Navigate <laughs> 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 I'm sorry for all my rapper noises. I'm out of candy now, so. Good. Another good one would be Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Because oh, they're super cute. They're everything. And also, I love Kristen Bell, but she... <laughs> Yeah, she's a good actress. And she's so quirky and cute. Like, anyone that cries over sloths is good in my book. Over sloths? You didn't hear about that? No. Literally, she loves sloths. That's, like, her favorite animal in the whole entire world. And Dax told her for her birthday that she was going to be able to hold and see a sloth. And she just started sobbing. Aww. She's like, I just love it so much! <laughs> <laughs> just so excited. She was literally sobbing over the thought of being able to see a sloth. All right, here's one. Aubrey Plaza. Mm. Think of her character in Parks and Rec. Like, if she could get into a government position with that kind of attitude of just, like, screw everything, <laughs> I'm more I do what I want. Yeah. Like, imagine all the red tape you just cut right through. <laughs> I like that. But also, I like the idea of seeing, like, April from Parks and Rec doing, like, a presidential address. Absolutely. Like, that, would be, that would be just gold. Absolutely. I would love to watch that. So if we're losing steam, we can move to fictional people. Ooh. Like, who you could bring into the world to, to save it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, kind of opening up. I don't know if I believe this. Can we cancel out Marvel characters? They can both kind of all Oh, yeah. Oh, like, superheroes, yeah. Yeah. Superheroes, what, that maybe takes mine away. Oh. Which is fine. Like, I don't, I don't endorse. I was going to say Batman. 
Mm. But that's only because the Oh, no, it's a whole podcast topic right there. Oh. Yeah, Superman or not, or superhero or not. I'd say he he wears a cape. That's that's the rule. Capes make you a superhero, no. obviously. No capes. No capes. Okay. Whatever no capes. her name is from Incredibles. Yeah, I'm good. Could be calm. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember names. But I remember names of actors really well. Mm-hmm. I Okay. Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually polio, thank you. Oh my god. Yeah. Alright, uh, let's see. Pick a character real quick. Aang. Dead air. Aang. Yeah, because Aang can save the world. (laughs) (laughs) Avatar Last and Airbender. We believe that Aang can save the world. I don't think that. I think I win. Let's be honest. (laughs) It's zero. That is a good. Oh, bring, oh, bring oh. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Through his great team. Dang it. And yeah. I thought I had it, and then what he is, just cinched it from me. What was the game? Uh, oh, the little the ponger. Little... No. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I used to know the name of that. Like the Lotus. Yeah, the it was some name. Of the... Yeah. This Tau game and his team. Mm-hmm. No. If yeah. he can calm down Zuko, he can calm down the world. <laughs> it's. <laughs> <laughs> Zuko represents very easily like hot-headed people nowadays. It looks like reading something on Twitter and going to rage. <laughs> yeah. like, that's exactly Zuko's character from the first few, first two books. First book. It's been a while since I've seen it, but definitely I the think first. It's, yeah. Yeah. High show. Is that something right? Yeah. High show. That's it. I recognize the board. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, that's probably. It. <laughs> that's okay, I got one. This is kind of silly, but. Uh, Mabel and Dipper from Gravity Falls. No. Well, because the things that they solve in the little town, like, most people would die pretty quickly, given it's a cartoon, so they can't kill their characters. They have so much luck, though. Well, I mean, that's their power. That's what they do. They can see luck. They also brought about the apocalypse. Well, did they? Well, I guess, yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. I have the second best one. Leslie, no. Because... She would have a binder about this, and I shared a post about that because it's like Leslie Nope would have a binder for COVID nineteen <laughs> way to fix it. Oh, that's true. I got two based on action characters. Brian Mills, played by Liam Neeson mm, from Taken, from Taken, oh. <laughs> and Jason Bourne from Bourne Identity, of the Bourne series. I guess they just kill everyone that's bad. <laughs> so this is silly. I don't know why I'm thinking about this. It's just Jason Bourne remind, reminds me of it. There were movies a couple of years ago, or like eight or ten years ago, geez, called Cranked. You guys ever see Crank? Mm-hmm. Crank and Crank 2. I've seen like previews and about Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Yeah. It's so stupid. But it, the premise of the first one is like, I think his heart is stolen, and he has like a, like a fake one. <laughs> what the fuck? Like a, like a mechanical one? Like he's got a really strong heart or something. That could have been the second one. But basically, all throughout the movie, like he's trying to go fast to get his heart back. And so there's several times, like it looks like like a power pole and grab onto the wire just to charge his heart. <laughs> like that motivation. Like the fictional character having someone who's so driven. Yeah. And they'll just like do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's probably also from inspiration like doing drugs <clears throat> and crank, but right. still. Yeah. Someone who's that willing to, you know, survive that dedication to survive so the world with me at that point. Absolutely. I was actually gonna say something similar, but um more for like I think the end of the world, you can't be calculated all the time. You have to be fairly reckless. Um, Archer. Mm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
he either would end the world or shame it. There's no in between, right? And I think, you know, he's got a pretty good track record of shaming things. Good enough. Coming out on top, you know, he doesn't, for himself. And I think he'd want to live in the world, so he'd do pretty well. Um, Two characters I think could be brought up, but I'm strongly against would be Sam and Dean Winchester because mm-hmm. as, soon as, they, as soon as they save the world, they have some other issue that they brought into the mix to destroy it again. There's no That's just right. saving the world and letting it sit, you know, especially if they have to be political about it or anything like that. They're, they're done, though. I couldn't imagine them in politics. Exactly. It'd be weird. They try so hard to be incognito. Yeah. I think Sam could. Sam he has be a the charisma, but Dean has got the, like, the face. Like, Dean's got the Uncle Sam kind of vibe. <laughs> Am I imagining yeah, that? I, I think, I, I mean, I just don't, I don't see it as Dean's much. got, like, the, like, the forged in America feel to him. And Sam yeah. not as much, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But Sam has the president haircut where it looks dumb. I feel like all presidents <laughs> have dumb haircuts. All presidents? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't, I don't believe that. Really? What about JFK? He had a rig- I, my haircut looks somewhat similar. <laughs> I could gel it and look. President. They have like all ranges of haircuts. Where are you getting this from? <laughs> the last, the, the president we have now is skewing your opinion. <laughs> You're like, actually, yeah, it's just our current president that no, is skewing my hair. I feel like there's been quite What's a few. What's wrong with Obama's hair? Obama's hair, I guess, wasn't bad, but like George Washington. <laughs> okay, that's all hair. <laughs> George Washington, if you go back like 100 years, of course one. it's going to be weird. Most of them, especially at the beginning there, had wonky hair. And then, like, Bill Clinton, his hair was just a little wild. And... I could also do Bill Clinton hair pretty easily. My hair actually looks kind of like Bill Clinton hair <laughs> right I'm now. Maybe I'm trying to say something. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, whenever I imagine a president, it's not with good hair. <laughs> That's such a weird thing. I don't know. Maybe it's because of George Washington and how it hangs down, and that's why I feel like Sam has the president haircut. That's, I don't like, that's I don't weird. Know. You're weird. <laughs> we should rethink this marriage. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Um, I got one. Let's play what do you got. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, Ooh, that's a controversial pick. Veto. <laughs> Burn everyone. Uh, oh, oh no, okay, so we're just going full season eight, Daenerys. We're just going to... Burn everything to the ground, restart. I mean, you said save the world, not save humanity. So yeah. Levi has a point there. <laughs> okay, just need a good fire. So it's firing off of that. <laughs> a real person. Someone who is cast to die so often that he's used to the shrike and knows how to handle it. Sean Bean. Yeah. Yeah, from Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he dies in all of his roles, but he's so used to it at this point, I feel like... He could turn that around and lead. You know, he knows what it feels like to be a loser. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, okay, okay. He but also, he's a really good actor. Like, he yeah. plays a good guy really well. He didn't but... Rings, but... Well, I guess eventually he did. It's not immortal. I have someone, Spencer Reed from Criminal Minds. Mm. Oh. Because he is smart as fuck. Yeah. I feel like he could get us out of a lot of pickles, so... Yeah. And him and Leslie team up. Boom. 
Power team. Power team. Power couple. How, no, because she's with Ben. Ben has That's this group. Obviously, you can't mix them that much, babe. Mm-hmm. You have to keep their storyline separate enough right. that they stay with who they're supposed to. Although, poor, poor Reed deserves an actual girlfriend that doesn't yeah. get murdered or isn't psycho. And... That's his whole story arc, isn't it? He falls in love with psychos and murderers. Or, like, no, murderers. One of his girls gets murdered right in front of him. Like, the true luggage. That's his fault. It's the way he was dressed. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Um, Let's see, what have I seen recently that, that is important? Okay, who would be the worst for the world? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. The way that yeah. you hear him treating his workers, not implying anything, just what I've heard. <laughs> no, I've also heard, though, that a lot of them come forward and say that like they are getting treated well. Jeff Bezos, the CEO, is treating me very well. He is rewarding me handsomely. <laughs> I am not suffering or being tortured as we speak. I've heard, no, I'm plug Echo. <laughs> I've heard about 50-50. Okay. From, that makes sense. You know. I think I've heard... The, the worst thing that I've heard, which I'm sure is made up, but I've heard that the vests they wear and, like, the warehouses have trackers on them that, like, if you don't go to the closest bathroom to you, you'll be, like, you'll have a sit-down to be talked to. And oh, they'll wow. know based off that tracker. Like, you can't go oh. to the bathroom across the warehouse. I mean, huh. I mean I'm mean, i sure that's made up, but it's just a, a weird thing. Whatever. Yeah. I did hear um, that he set up a GoFundMe to pay his employees. Even though that's his right. net worth is, you know, billions. Yeah, I've heard that recently, too. Yeah, it's for their benefits or something. I think it's around 50 billion. Yeah. It was almost 100, but he got divorced instead of 50 50. Whoa, really? How come no one talks about Mrs. Bezos? She clearly is like ex Mrs. Bezos. Well, I think like I mean, from what I understand, it was kind of like it wasn't even like she really had to fight him on it. He was like, "You were part of building Amazon, so like he was more oh, than willing okay. to kind of part At with least it." Publicly, that publicly, that's yeah. what I've heard. <laughs> I don't know how true that was, or she just had a really good lawyer that was like, yeah. "You can walk away from this looking good, or you can walk away from this looking like an asshole." Mm-hmm. Speaking of lawyers, and because I'm such a huge community fan, I don't know about Joel McHale, the real person, but the character Jeffrey Winger, like, he talks people down so much. Like, in that, like, I think it's the transition from third to fourth season, where he makes all of his classmates want to sue Greendale, and then, like, immediately flips it, like, let's help save Greendale. Like, you don't do the polar opposites like that that quickly. He yeah. would be able to convince the United States to get their crap together, or the world to get their crap together. I like that. Yeah. Okay, also, community, oh. I'm going to send it right now. Ahmed, <laughs> like, you see the stuff Ahmed does with the chicken wings episode? The way he organized the entire school, with, like, the, like, that was amazing. He did that the U.S. immediately saved. But in the darkest timeline, he was so quick to accept it and go evil. There's, I mean, it could be a 50-50 shot with He's like, yeah, let's go with it. Let's help whatever is killing the world. Fair. That is fair. But there's like an episode in the fifth season where they bring in the evil uh, storyline again. And evil Abed actually stopped being evil and the rest of the study group are still evil. That's true. Um, okay, real life person. Gordon Ramsay. Oh! I like that. Is it the tough love thing? It's the tough love thing, but then he's also so compassionate with children. Like, it shows that he is able to be compassionate and yet stern at the same time. And encouraging, and I think 
people would be afraid of him, but also admire him. I would be if he ever approached me. Try and name my food. Mm-hmm. Horrified. But, um, I don't know. I think he'd be a good one to keep us in line and also give us that love and care that we need as humans. Yeah, I like it. Fictional character. Janet from The Good Place, because you can literally make anything Ooh. appear that you want at any time. That's and tell you anything. Mm-hmm. So that would be extraordinarily helpful. <laughs> You'd be like, Janet, I need an ice cream. And she'd be like, here you go. Right. <laughs> well, I need an ice cream. Well, I'm not <laughs> Janet. I'm sorry. Take it. <laughs> Why would you bring up something yummy? Um, I, I got love for you guys. It's a, it's a power couple. Together. And you have to remind me, because I don't remember one of the names. But Lauren and the other one from Love is Blind. Cameron. Oh, Lauren and Cameron. Cameron. Like their their love story inspires people to get together it. and hold out for for, you know, the sake of goodness and knowing that they could work out like a long scheme of things. I think we have to flip on uh Joe Exotic too, because I feel like a lot of people have bonded over that too. But as, as a villain, you know, like the yeah. Yeah, Nicholas a, Cage thing. Yeah. But there are people asking Donald Trump to pardon him in seriousness. Like they think he got screwed over and Maybe he saves the world. <laughs> and he had a massive plan this whole time. He's, He's charismatic. Resourceful. Yeah. I heard he had the paramedic jacket. It's a soccer thing. We all become his husbands. I freaking love that. He, the person gets their arm ripped off and he walks around with, with a paramedic. Like, first of all, he bought a paramedic jacket, like, <laughs> expecting something bad to happen. And also that he can wear it and look like he's, like, in charge. That's his first response. <laughs> He freaking saw that happen, and then he went to his closet to grab the paramedic jacket. They have on. footage, and then he approaches the poor guy, and is wearing this jacket, and then his first thought after, okay, you know, ambulance is here, is to go to the gift shop and say, alright, you guys are all gonna hear it on the news. Someone got their arm ripped off today. Uh, you can have something from the gift shop, or something like that. Like... He just goes and tells everyone, and he, oh, because they were, it was before the tour, and he's like, we'll refund you all your money, you can come another day, sorry. He's like, we're never going to financially recover from that. That's what I mean. I mean, that doesn't mean. Yeah. <laughs> all right, how about Dora the Ex- no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Dora the Explorer, teaching us Spanish and how to find things with our fingers. Swiper swipes everything. The whole time. Ooh, <laughs> That's oh the God. apocalypse. That's how she saved us, because Swiper was the reason the world went Someone- to crap who I think is hilarious and I also think does a really good job of I think could do a really good job of bringing people together but also telling people they're idiots Anna Kendrick mm. I think Ooh. she'd do I love Anna good. Kendrick I don't think she'd be like obviously she's not the top of the list but I could see her being a yeah. maybe a subcommittee member there <laughs> we turn it off <laughs> We should take a picture of Jinx for the for the gram to explain so the adoption. I like it. <laughs> it's pretty cute. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. She accidentally activated Ember's toy. I got pictures. You'll have to send them to me. Yeah. Ugh. So. Levi <laughs> would destroy the world. <laughs> okay. I have, I have something to kind of go off of. Just a, a little bit of an offshoot of the conversation. What do you guys think you could bring to the table in an apocalyptic type situation? Um, personally, I think 
one thing I I do well is leadership. Um, I think I could get people to follow me pretty easily, and I generally think that I'm on the intelligent end, other than when, you know, I'm also an idiot. I do that too. But I think given the right circumstances, I could be a help with leading. And also, um, shoot. Oh, I think we have both sides. Like when we debate, I like debating the opposite side. It's fun and it opens up new perspectives. And generally because of that, I don't lean one way or the other with very serious debates. Some things I have strong opinions on, but I can still see the sense of the other side. So I think for me, I have two things. One, I have the extraordinary ability to mimic a beer can being open with my mouth. Watch. <laughs> okay. Impressive. I know. Just my mouth. <laughs> and the second one is I can program computers, so maybe in Apocalypse, like if we get a little farther along, past the like, let's get water and food phase, maybe I can scavenge some stuff. That's special thinking. I'm not sure if my skill set's actually beneficial in the Apocalypse. No, I think you're a very charismatic programmer, though. Um, well, that's not a high bar. <laughs> no, you're also funny, and, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily think, oh my god, that guy's a programmer when I met you, because you don't what dress What does a programmer act. look like and act like? Do you have some pictures of your coworkers? Alright. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, I that's mean. I but... like your coworkers. Um, okay, let's at them real quick. Greg. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I don't know, you're a very, you're very charismatic, more than the typical person, and you're funny. <laughs> and um, I think with your ability to program computers too, you'd be a, a hot commodity. I'm basically a calculator that can make you smile occasionally. You also have a really good butt. Calculators have nice butts. Um, they only they only have good boobs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> clever. I think I could bring like I'm pretty good at building stuff and like not in a the most professional way, but I feel like I'm good at problem solving when it comes to like engineering problems. I know how to do like random stuff from working in the Navy on like random systems. I, like I understand hydraulics and air systems and a lot of that sort of stuff at a like I guess the higher level of entry. So like not exactly great at any one of those things, but I think I could do enough. And I also like know how to work in a lab. Could have been able to make some stuff. You also have a very quick and logical response time. Like if something happens, like a car crash or that's yeah, that's true. or a fire or something, you're very quick to respond and it's a good response. I feel like that's one of my faults is when something extreme happens, I kind of flounder for a good five minutes and then I kick it in a gear and yeah. I'm good to go. I mean, I think that, I don't know, I mean, this would be interesting to look at and talk about, but I think I've been around a lot of that in my life and I guess you've been around a couple of those, like the one car accident and the time there was a crack addict uh, trying to stab someone with a meat thermometer in safe Yeah, that was fun. 
tend to attract this sort of thing, I guess. You tend to react before I even realize what's going on. Like, I remember that car crash. You're, like, pulling over. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And he was running out to this car. And then with the same thing with the crack addict. I, like, look over and Levi's got someone on the ground. <laughs> We're just like, what? So. I think for me, I think I'm a very nurturing person and very compassionate. And so I think that's why I'd like to be very helpful because it's like, I like, I don't like to make people uncomfortable or unhappy. So I'm very much a people pleaser and like two extremes that are a fault for sure. Because it's like, I will put other people's happiness way before my own. And it's definitely not like a healthy trait all the time, but I feel like I can get along with most people and I can definitely be like a peacemaker. And you're passionate. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a nice way of putting it yeah, no, yeah. I, think, I think it's great because you <laughs> will get loud you will be the loudest one in the room when arguing something you're passionate for and <laughs> right. cosmic encounter last night <laughs> oh my god you will not back down and I think that's incredibly useful and not a lot of people have that especially in apocalypse setting yeah I like that. That's a fun twist on it, though, what we think we could bring. Yeah. I think yeah. I agree with everyone what they said. Like, knowing you guys, too, I think. Absolutely. Well. I know. Thanks, guys. <laughs> if you have ideas on who you think could save the world and what they do, share them to us. Yeah. And also ideas for future podcasts. Absolutely. You can send it to us on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Rogue Ramblings. Facebook's two words. Instagram's one word. Twitter is RogueRamblings underscore, and we also have an email that's RogueRambling at gmail.com. And I guess we should shout out Vivian, our most loyal listener, because Vivian. no one else has said that they're listening, even though there's obviously people listening, they haven't told us who they Vivian are. Vivian also responds. Out. She does. Vivian's the best. She is. This is your weekly Vivian's the best pep talk. It's the only reason she listens anymore. <laughs> she just fast forward to the end. It's like, okay, where's my pep talk? <laughs> people who the fuck is this? <laughs> like what happened with Sherry you know at the beginning, but she stopped listening. To be that. safe, in case we get more listeners in the future, let's throw out some random names. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, John. Thanks, Thanks Sarah. Sarah, we really appreciate you. It's a pretty common name. Jessica. Jessica's a good one. Jennifer. I feel like Jennifer is pretty common. <laughs> Jennifer really supports us. Yeah. You really help us out, Jennifer. Thanks mm -hmm. for all that you do. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, what about some names that we're not so used to? Uh, Oliver. Alexandria. <laughs> Alexandria, Guinevere. Yeah, we gotta get those. Uh, Girl Riley. Girl Riley. Absidy, spelled A B C. That's becoming a popular one. It's ridiculous. Anyone else? Um, beer can. Twenty years from now, any coronavirus-inspired names? Oh my God, have you seen those? Corin. Yeah. Corin. <laughs> Ridiculous. Just name your child Tina. Tina. Be like it's after the quarantine. <laughs> I like it. I right. so. Thanks for isolation. listening. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.